welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hey, hello. We are Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. Every Monday, we release an episode of our episode, which corresponds with an episode of their episode. We are presently in catch-up mode, trying to get to season three, which will premiere on September 27th, where we'll be able to talk about this with you live, where we can guess and speculate and do all of those wonderful things. For anybody who's just jumping in now with us, which I can't imagine why, Kevin and I have seen the whole series. Jules has seen nothing. So he only knows what's going on right in the very minute that we're talking about. It's really exciting. It's a lot of fun. And we're glad that you joined us. But you can join us even further if you want to go to Facebook and search Everything is Fine. You will find our discussion group where we have lively conversations about the topics of the week, which will sure to be more fun when season three arrives you can also find us on instagram at everything is fine podcast and since we're part of the nerdy things podcast network you can find at nerdy things pod on all social medias that exist on the planet and www.nerdythingspod.com shout out to the unicorn poop that i saw in the everything is fine facebook group that we talked about a while back Thank you for that, and we appreciate and accept all unicorn poop uh, ideas about how that goes on in the group. So go join the group. There's a bunch of stuff going on, and we want to talk. We want to talk about the show, and I want to talk about season three when it comes out, because that's going to be more fun. Yeah, and, and really, anytime you can discuss or show unicorn poop, we highly support your efforts. Yeah, when it and it be okay, and it be on topic, yeah. Of yeah. course. It's always oh, on always. topic. Yeah. But anyways, we always call back to the previous episode uh, on our current episode to start things off. And this time I have to pose a conundrum to each of you. Jules. What? You're driving down a track on a trolley. Oh, no. What am I doing on a trolley? Well. Am I supposed to be there? The track that you're on, at the end of it, or somewhere near the end, you see me and Kevin. And if you continue uh, on that track, it will surely spell our demise. No questions about it. There's an option, though. You can pull a lever and switch a track. But on the other track, the Power Rangers. What do you do? Surely the Power Rangers can help me out in this conundrum. No, I Rita think. Repulsa has them pinned down. Oh, they're oh, pinned on the... Oh. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Some putties are fighting them, so they don't they're not even aware that there's oh, a trolley boy. coming at them. So you're either yeah. gonna kill Kevin and I or the Power Rangers, Jules. What do you who, do? Who is tied up first in between the uh, you two? Are you tied up? So who's gonna get hit first? No, we're both gonna it's die. It's not like it's gonna hit me and I'm gonna stop the trolley and it's Kim's gonna, gonna be <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> though. Kevin. <laughs> nope, both it just gonna die. Comes off the rails, yeah. Both gonna wow. die. All of the Power Rangers are going to die. What's your choice? I mean, this has been fun, guys, I guess. We've had some good times, right? Oh, Jules just chose to kill us both in favor of the Power Rangers. But they can give me Power Rangers powers. Kevin. If I save them. That is not how that works, Jules. Kevin, you're driving down a track on a trolley. On one track that you're on is the entire original cast of Stargate. 
that will Got meet their it. certain demise if you stay on said course. There's a lever that you can pull on the other track. It's Jules and myself. What do you do? Real important question. Are we talking Stargate the movie or Stargate the TV show? Because we're either talking, uh, uh, you know, uh, Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver or we're talking Kurt Russell. This is a this is a big difference here. We're talking about the TV show because it came first, right? Oh, yeah. No, I can't. No, the TV show came second. The movie came first. Really? With James Spader and Kurt Russell. That was 94. TV show was 97. Oh, well, I'm still talking the TV show then. MacGyver. Still the TV show? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't kill MacGyver. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But I this mean, is where on Jules's how, actual argument, couldn't MacGyver stop the train? I mean, come on. No. He doesn't. Yeah. He's fighting some putties. Rita Repulsa has him. <laughs> it's the same universe. Down. <laughs> so it's the same trolley. I'm pretty sure that they can't. However, are you guys uh, uh, Snidely Whiplash tied lengthwise across the track, or are you like laying on the rail? We're can standing I, can upright. I, like, you're standing upright, but but are you side by side, or are you uh, like in a in a line? Because no, if Jules I can, is like, in front of me. If I can pop a wheelie on one side, right, and just take out Jules because of what he said He's about too me, tall. then okay, no, that's 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 my point. If I could just hit him because he's so tall, I wouldn't hit you because you're tiny. So I don't know. I mean, sorry guys, I'll miss you, guys. What it really boils down to, listeners, is that both of these gentlemen would kill me if they had the choice. <laughs> In a heartbeat. Oh well. Anyways, that was fun. Going on to our news segment of the week, we talked recently about the possibility of a Veronica Mars return. I'm not going to call it a reboot because they don't want to reboot it. They just want to return and pick up where they left off. And apparently, whilst no official comments are out there, it's actually in talks with a specific entity, also known as Hulu. Hooray. Hulu's Hulu? not bad. <laughs> Hulu. Hulu. What? Is it the you have a problem with Hulu? I don't know. <laughs> no. Hulu's great. Hulu's all right. Love yeah. Hulu. Don't know anything about Veronica Mars still. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, so last time I said I would I want to get into Veronica Mars. It's not streaming anywhere. It's it's nowhere. It's only for pay on Amazon and stuff like that. I just don't, huh. I've never watched the show. I don't want to pay a dollar 99 an episode. However, Jeez, okay. Wait, the show has a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah people Everybody it. loves it. What? But I would guess that if Hulu picks up a, a continuation series that they'll probably purchase the rights to air the original one as well. Right. So then I can catch up and um, watch it. Maybe not. Disney is not going to have the rights to stream the star Wars movies when their streaming service opens. That's uh, additionally, fault. it is CBS. Same damn thing. The CBS all access app. You can't watch old seasons of the CBS shows. They don't have the streaming rights to them. So those shows appear on state other things like Hulu. Right. Uh, because huh. they don't own the rights to the back episodes of theirs. But so the difference here I is can't say Warner that Brothers is the studio that owns the streaming rights and will be the production studio for the new Veronica Mars. It's all at Warner Brothers. Maybe. The WB. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Warner Brothers. Mebs. Let's make a picture with Warner Brothers. All right. So anyways, that's the thing for all of you Veronica Mars fans. It's getting closer by the minute, apparently. So 
stay woke and and read about that okay yeah i want to watch it so hopefully hulu (laughs) does it (laughs) but what you're all here for in the first place we are about to deliver the greatest greatest thing in the history of podcasting not just not just greatest segment anymore it's the greatest thing in the history of podcasting it's gone to another level new characters better quotes we bring you out of context quotes of the week jules kick it off i had this great idea the other night that i thought was worth exploring picture this needles (laughs) that's it uh and then janet had a really good one uh oh nuts (laughs) which is kind of almost a callback to uh michael's long o shriek but she added a nuts on there and this one how dare you? You're talking about the man that I was just informed that I love. <laughs> Those are my three. <laughs> nice. Uh, one of my favorites was, oh man, we got robbed. They took the walls, they took the floors, and we were standing right here. You guys are good. <laughs> uh, it's sort of a glass half full, glass stops existing in time and space scenario. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, why are you making such a big deal about turning me into a marble forever? <laughs> and still no blood. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> I'm very high in potassium, just like a banana. What? How long will it take Jason to relearn the five things he knows anyways? Oh, oh God. Two peas in a pod, one of whom needs to kill the other immediately. I loved that one. <laughs> All right. You can get over this. Just pop a couple of magnets, listen to some No Doubt, and dye your hair. Oh, God. And that has been, out of oh context, gosh. quotes of the week. Okay, Kevin, why don't you give us the synopsis of this very interesting episode? All right. So this episode opens with Janet telling Michael that she's glitching. Michael needs to hide this fact from Vicky and freaks out and just kind of doesn't warn anybody that Chidi's about to get a bunch of needles stabbed into him. Uh, Jason and Tahani reveal their relationship to Michael, and he figures out that by Janet's reaction that she already knew and she's glitching because she's lying and asks Chidi and Eleanor for help. Eleanor gives shit advice and leads Janet to creating Derek. Derek? That's it. That's the episode. (laughs) Derek? Derek? (laughs) So this episode pretty much entirely evolves around the Janet conundrum, as I'll call it. It's very interesting. It's it's pretty much Michael and Janet spitballing, trying to figure out what the heck to do. But I like how we open it up where we go back in time and we see how Michael stole the Janet in the first place. He and just kind of guided oh, her that. out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, do you know right, how to walk go. yet? No, I'm just going to like glide you. But she's just yeah. in this white room, completely stark white room. You don't know if there's any walls, if there's any end or beginning. And there's one Janet, and that's it. And he gets out of the room, <clears throat> and if you look in the background, there's another Janet. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's a warehouse of Janets. It's just every time you pluck a Janet, there's just a Janet waiting for you. Janet on demand, man. That's, I mean, production on demand is where it's at. Why are you going to waste warehouse space in this pocket dimension under the whatever it was? I love that. Why are you going to waste this infinite space? (laughs) Right. (laughs) By putting all the Janets there. No, don't waste space. But uh, I think it was last week when I like had 
that revelation of like what are these like who is in the good place or whatever but then the demons actually say in this flashback they do mention angels so they are demons and angels so that's a confirmed for me that i picked up on that's a confirmation for Jules. So yeah, it's confirmation. <laughs> then we get back to the office, and Janet is telling Michael that yeah, the neighborhood's gonna be destroyed. It's a fifty percent chance that it'll implode, and a fifty percent chance that it'll explode. Not quite sure which one yet, <laughs> but we got to figure this out. So let me pull this instruction manual out of my nose. That yeah, that was kind of weird. That was amazing. So Vicky shows up. And uh, she's very suspicious of of Michael right now. She's like, "I, you are just begging uh, for me to tell Sean." She's uh, not. She, there's just stuff going on with Michael that she is not feeling all up and up about. I really don't like her character. Like at the beginning, when she was like, not as ridiculous as she is now like i was like okay she can be like a cool new whatever but no she's just kind of annoying and i'm like okay oh, i love her you got to look at her motivations outside of what we know because okay. we know the other side of it so she's come in she's the second in command in this or she has fancied herself second in command in this experiment and it goes to shit and she sees her boss fucking up and she knows this is her chance for power she's either going to go to his boss and get that power for herself but she'll look like a whiny little demon or she can let this play out and then in the end be the hero she's playing multi-level chess here and she's trying to win she's terrible at it but she's playing <laughs> needles were her were her key point needles. like just, yeah, she's terrible just, needles. just oh that's it yeah 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 go with that <laughs> Michael's completely distracted at this point, too. Anybody can say anything, and he's like, oh, whatever, just go. I have to deal with this Janet situation. Walk it off. I would, but I have needles in my feet. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't tell if those were, I mean, I'm almost certain they were all, like, CGI, but on his face, they looked really good. Oh, no. And I was like. They, they actually, I, those were real. If you look, I think you can see a thin layer of, like, they applied them to a sheet of fake skin and oh, they applied okay. it to his face. Or if he's really into it. I mean, acupuncture is a real thing, Jules. Yeah, but yeah, on his I mean, face? maybe his eyesight got better. You don't know. They were just uh, acupuncture needles. It's definitely yeah, conceivable. exactly. Huh? It's not inconceivable. I'll show you some videos. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not inconceivable. I'm just gonna inconceivable. Google. I watched Princess Bride yesterday. Oh my God! You say that. Where did you watch it? I do not think it means what you think it means. Is um, it on Netflix? <laughs> No, honestly, I think it was on like stars or something like that. I had a free oh. trial going going on stars, which I have to remember to cancel. But anyways, yeah. So during a complex diagnostics process, Michael is trying to figure out what's going on with Janet. This is not your normal diagnostics situation. But he does discover in the manual that the Janet will start to glitch if she's made to disseminate information in a way that's incompatible with her internal structure. In other words, lying. What? Michael oh, yeah. thinks okay. no, right? that he is the source of these lies because he lied to her. So essentially everything she's doing unknowingly is a lie. And then we get uh, a flashback of him like lying or uh, what was it in that flashback whenever they're making the whole little city 
And I like how that she came up with the frozen yogurt idea. Yeah. Like it was great. You know what? It's interesting. And I hadn't really realized this while I was watching the episode, but we saw bad Janet implode when she lied. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's the oh. corollary for this. She was lying about the good things. And now we have good Janet lying about inconsequential things. But to her, they're huge. And so she's freaking out. That's kind of cool. Except for the lying that Michael is involved with is not the reason why she's glitching. What? Uh, no. Uh, uh. <laughs> Just then. Yeah. Jason and Tahani come in. And they admit that they're together. And Jason says that he uh, can't wait to show Tahani jalapeno poppers. When is Janet going to be back online? But <sighs> Janet, it says she's happy to take care of that for them. And then the whole room disappears. <laughs> Very like, well done, too. The whole thing just going away was it was a really good effect. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, boy. And it just all went black everywhere. And then he came back. It's like, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Michael uh, sends Tahani and Jason off into some like uh, retreat together or something like that. Gets them, gets them out of the way. And that's when uh, Janet says she needs to uh, self-destruct. That's what needs to happen. There's no other solution here. Yeah, I see no other option. Self-destruct. What do you mean? <laughs> Turn it into a marble. Jeez. Turn her into a marble. Um. Yeah, so they're they're trying to figure out what to do. Whether she should be reset, which is pressing a button on the nose or uh, tapping around the ear, or maybe they should just reset Jason because I think they've figured out that the reason why Janet is really upset is because every time she has to do something nice for Jason and Tahani, she's denying her true inner feelings for Jason. Because she's been reset so many times that she's mutated. I don't know, man. I kind of like it. So she still has feelings somewhere for Jason. Yeah. Somewhere in, deep in inside. Her. And that's like they're repressed. Like a 1% inside of her somewhere. And that's what's making her go haywire because she still somehow loves him. But she yeah. wasn't really in love with him in the first place. Or no, was she was. Subconscious. I mean, honestly, it was during her reboot process. Keep in mind, she knows everything in the universe. And when she was rebooting, she didn't know everything in the universe. But Jason started talking to her, introduced her to a bunch of concepts. So for a short time, she knew more about Jason than she knew about the entire universe. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he was her universe for a short time. Oh, I can get behind this. Like, that's love in a, in a nutshell. Dang. You can't stop true love. Right? <laughs> Even if Even it's with... if it's not uh, a robot lady. <laughs> yeah, Jason and uh, this being that knows infinite knowledge. With flawless skin. Not skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, when Jacob Kowalski's uh, memory gets obl- obliterated like uh, everybody else, but then somehow he's still making these pastries that are the shape of all the weird creatures that he met while he was with Newt Scamander. Because somewhere deep right? inside, that memory still exists. Yeah. You can't take that type of passion out of someone's soul, Jules. You just can't I know. take I make away music. the love. Come on. I know. I feel it every day. You feel it, do you? <laughs> okay. So, um, Michael goes to reset Janet. He tries 
several times, tries to talk his way out of it as to reasons why he can't do it several times. Janet keeps just saying, no, it's fine. Just do it until he finally has to own up. He can't do it because Janet is his oldest, his most loyal friend. Or as he says, the reason is friends. (laughs) The TV show? Yeah, right. So this is an interesting development that Michael is developing real feelings for these other people around him, even not robot ladies. The demon is having guilty feelings about destroying someone who he now considers a friend. Yeah, and we kind of go back to this a lot, that where he doesn't want to reset everybody, he wants everybody to just kind of stay the way they are, and it's like, why? Like, you can easily just poof, gone, whatever, fix everything, but he's like, no, I, I kind of like these people now. <laughs> like it's weird. Right? It's like, oh, well, okay. they're his one hope out of this, though. Like yeah. that's, we know he has no other allies. He has no other escape plan. He's he's going to the good place. That's all. That's his. That's his one ticket. Yeah, I guess so. Whenever they decided, like uh, those episodes ago, or he's like, okay, let's work together. We're gonna be on this team. Whenever he decided that, he was like, okay, I'm all in, sort of. Team Cockroach even though he forever. still tried, yeah. Even though he still tried to torture them once or twice, but only a little. Yeah, a little bit. Not <laughs> well, it's bad. definitely it's definitely been a process. I mean, we've seen through Chidi forcing him to apologize. That Michael sometimes just going through these experiences of human emotions is helping him to identify with them, and I think that's building his level of you know affection for other people, realizing f- friendships. What's that mean? I think some of these things are things that existed on a fundamental level with Michael or other demons, but he's he's ignored them. His perception and his purpose in life has forced himself to not create attachments because his whole job is to torture other beings. But now mm-hmm. he's looking back on his time here and he's like, wait a second, I got help. I got help from Janet. Janet's a friend. She's always been there for me. And it's the same kind of thing with Jason where... Yeah, she loved Jason and wanted to marry Jason or was marrying Jason because he asked. She doesn't really have a choice. It's not like she can opt out of these friendships, so to speak. But it still feels real nonetheless to someone like Michael, I think. And uh, it's important to him. That's what he realizes is that those companionships are important to him. But I can think down the road, will we be in a conundrum where... Michael would have to choose between the two, like between, I don't know, what is it, retirement or saving his friends or whatever. I don't know. I'm just thinking like ahead, like they're setting something up for him to choose between his friends or something like that. I'm just, I don't know. It's definitely a possibility. (laughs) But at this point in time, they're definitely caught in a situation where neither Janet or Michael fully knows or fully agrees on what to do. So when you're in those type of situations, who do you consult? Eleanor Shellstrop. Yes. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> like when to, you get yeah. into complex situations, you go to the most complex human that you have, and Michael sends Janet to go talk it out with Eleanor. Which is kind of true. Like, she is the, the way that they explain it, she is kind of complex. Like, how, I don't know. For how she changed from her real life into the good place life. Whatever. Well, she also has the most experience with this type of like, I've been spurned by my love situation. 
So her advice True. is pretty <laughs> solid. Just go get drunk and go find yourself some strange. And Janet's like, well, I can't really get drunk, although I get really woozy when I'm around magnets. So she's like, yeah, pop some magnets, go listen to some No Doubts, dye your hair, and go get it, girl. And Janet's like, that's great advice. Goes back and tells Michael, Michael, I have to go get it. She told me to go get it. I don't know what is. Oh, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to take you know some time by myself and I'm going to figure it out. And in typical Janet fashion, two minutes later, two seconds later, she comes back with Derek. What the heck is Derek? Oh, God. Derek is Jason Matsukas. I love this guy. Agent Pimento in Brooklyn uh, (laughs) Nine-Nine. Derek Feinstein, I believe it is, in Parks and Rec. He's got uh, the How Did This Get Made podcast, I think it is. Love him. Love him to death. I would marry this man. He was on uh, uh, two episodes of Reply All, and he is the best thing in those episodes. Oh, cool. Nobody owns a crazy hair and crazy beard look quite like this dude. And he wears it in every... I've never seen him in anything where he doesn't have this look. Have you? Yeah, it's it's like... That's his that's his signature look like it, and he doesn't look bad. It just looks a little like disheveled, but it's like he, nice. He just like, looks crazy cool. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's crazy all the time. He straight up looks crazy all the time. But normally for different roles, one is forced to change said look. No, no. He either won't or he only takes roles where he thinks a little crazy. Yeah. Whenever yeah. you think a little crazy, you get uh, you get Jason. When he was in that movie with uh, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler, where they had to start the casino in his house. Did you see that one? Oh, I didn't see that. No, I (laughs) wanted to see that. Uh, The first time I I saw it, I thought it was kind of stupid. And then the subsequent three or four times that I've seen it, I laughed really hard. you watched it again and again and again? Oh, man. Well, it's got Will Ferrell and Jason Matsukis in there. So You can't go wrong. No, but he plays that same. He's He's just a little on the edge all the time. You talk about crazy eyes. We are in our current episode of Nerdy Things Podcast, we talked about 80s and 90s sitcoms. And even though it's not in that decade, Jules brought up How I Met Your Mother. There was an episode of How I Met Your Mother about crazy eyes. Jason has, Jason Matsukas has crazy eyes. There's no denying it. Every character he plays is right on the edge of just insanity and recklessness. Sure. Yes. The way, yeah, the way he explained it, right on the edge, like maybe he does drugs and he just he's an hour late on taking his next fixed fix and it's like oh he's, he's a little edge yeah that, that's him 24 7 so yeah with and he's perfect to play this character because this is janet's first human and no she's not supposed to be able to create humans but because she's the most advanced <laughs> janet ever she's figured out a way she and just knows how what how, can we just pause she can create <laughs> beings <laughs> that are somewhat functional like well, in her void, she can make a whole army. Why not? Well, Maybe. like she said, I mean, this is her first one, so it might be a little off. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, a little bit. Meanwhile, Derek's running around the room, spraying plants, getting fascinated by the glass where he's also on the other side of, also known as a mirror, um, and just being pretty crazy. Janet goes, What a dork, am I right? <laughs> And she's like all about it. <laughs> like well, for her, her only interaction with real people has been the four morons that they have there. 
he is an amalgamation of all four of them. Oh. He really is every one of them smashed together in her mind. Oh, I didn't even Including think about that. The wind chimes. Yeah. yeah, and wind chimes. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Janet created a person. We don't know what's going to go on now. <laughs> Fremulon. Man, what a crazy episode. See, I don't... I can't tell what what's going to happen. Like, when you start the episode, it's like, okay, it's going to go this way. But for the past, like, let's say 90% of the episodes that I've seen, I can never guess how it's going to end. Like, nope. that's kind of ridiculous. That's I know. Like, oh, that's I'm what I love go- about this show. Yeah, Janet. Okay, I'm going to go chill out in my void. Come back. Oh, I have a boyfriend. Check him out. Derek. Yeah, just when everything's starting to resolve itself. Well, Derek. So, yeah, keeping us on our toes all the time. Do you guys oh, have any God. other thoughts on this episode? No, it was a good episode. I've been waiting for Derek this whole time. <laughs> oh, I know. Derek is my favorite character in this so far. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty interesting. But you yeah. know we have to catch up. We have to catch up, guys. So as soon as you're done listening to this one, and this is not going to matter for anybody else unless you watch, listen to it as soon as it comes out. But there's another episode out right now. So go uh, go check us out. Check us out again. We have another episode right after this one. Awesome. Check us out again. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for joining us. This is... Everything's fine. A good place podcast. We are on all the social medias uh, at Nerdy Things Pod and www.nerdythingspod.com <laughs> because we are part of the Nerdy Things Pod network. You can also find us on our Facebook discussion group. Search Everything is Fine on Facebook or go to Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast and check us out there. See what we got going on. But thank you for joining us every Monday. Stick around, as Jules says, for episode number two of this Monday because we're catching up. We're going to be right on track when we get to season three and we'll go through this whole thing with you guys with fresh eyes for the first time so as always i'm tim this is kevin and jules thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your day bye bye